Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. Today I want to break down a phrase or concept that I I sent to a friend of mine who's like going through some, you know, through through life, through challenges. And while I wrote it and I sent it, it feels like bigger. You know, it, it feels universal and as much as I want to claim it, it doesn't feel like mine. So I want to put it in this episode and and talk about it and let and like introduce it introduce the idea to you and I hope you bring this into your your life too like in into your day-to-day life too and it was a day that I was just I was feeling like I was feeling like I I could be helpful you know and helpful to a, you know, to a group and to a person who's, who's really, you know, been a very good mentor and has done a lot, you know, for me lately and, uh, and is going through some stuff and like going through just life, right? Like nothing, nothing crazy, but just life. And, and I had put in there, I'd put in the, the message that, you know, I, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to repay and then also pay forward the goodwill that I received not to keep people living an easy life, but to reflect the strength that they have to thrive in a very challenging, at times devastating, but ultimately beautiful life. And if that's, if that's not like the sentence that breaks down big, big ideas of, of an existence of a life, then I, I don't know what is, right? So I want to I wanna talk about that, and I want to really, really break down what that looks like, because it's important, like, for, um, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not perfect, but to to understand that, like, that sentiment, it resonates, like, super strongly to me. And if it resonates strongly with you, like, obviously, like, this is yours. This this is something that I wrote, but it's not mine. Um, The idea of thriving in a challenging, at times devastating, ultimately beautiful existence, right? And, and then also not, I'm trying to get away from, from using negations, but to just empower people so that they don't gravitate towards living an easy life. You know, there are easy moments, you know, there are things that feel effortless and that's the goal to get into flow and do hard things that feel effortless and like you you have to work through some toughness in order to to find that that place but it it's possible and it's also so much more fulfilling to do hard things you know I I look at myself as like a in addition to being like a recovering perfectionist definitely um 
a recovering like enabler to an extent or uh curator i guess would be another another way to to describe it but especially like when i was in the military or like any group activities i really tried to make everybody's experience a little bit easier i i felt myself like i could take a little bit more than my share of the burden and and get the job done. So whether that was, you know, uh, planning logistics for for 20 years, like it, it was my job to, in my mind, like no one ever told me this, but in my mind, it was my job to make things as smooth and as easy for everybody else as possible. I thought that's what logistics was. Like, oh, it's my job to make everything go smooth, right? It's really great short term. It's a it's very ineffective and like not sustainable long term. And and in a way like that's what that way that I approached logistics really got me kind of kind of got me in the end. And I'm going to use a lot of analogies in this episode, so just follow along, you know, follow me. I saw myself as like a, you know, a person that catches a lot of fish. So instead of teaching everybody how to fish, I just caught a lot of fish. You know, I was very fortunate and I caught a lot of fish and I was able to give out a lot of fish to a lot of people. And I never sat down and showed them how I was catching all of these fish. Like, I was, I was really good at what I did. But I put a lot of hard work into it also. And I didn't... I didn't... Like, I kind of took that for granted. And it, to be fully honest, like, it it was a very... It was a huge ego boost to be able to, like, catch a lot of fish and take care of a lot of people. And when I built a, you know... When I built a system that, like, ran seamlessly, that's a huge ego boost. Like, that's when, you know, when you can move a lot of people through a lot of tasks very effectively or very efficiently, that's a huge ego boost. Regardless of how much work I had put into it, like, that feels good. And it's sustainable until it isn't. And then when it's not, then it's a lot of resentment and a lot of why don't you know this and a lot of like not good feelings. So I've learned that, you know, I've learned that finally. Um, And now that I know it, I can do better, right? And I'm not perfect at enabling or curating an experience or, you know, trying to do more than my fair share of the work um, for not necessarily for the full benefit of of other people, but for like my own ego. Looking at it from this perspective, you know, not, not protecting somebody, you know, not giving somebody an easy life because through those challenges and reflecting their own strength, they can weather storms and have that empowerment and and have that 
self-confidence. In a lot of ways, I was just, I was taking away the opportunity for folks to struggle. And in that struggle is where you grow and you get strong. And I look at it, um, I'd heard a, an episode on a podcast and it talked about uh, biodome. And there were these scientists, they got together and they wanted to build a completely wholly self-sustaining environment. And it got to a point where trees would get so tall, like they'd get to a certain height and they'd fall over. And they were like completely confused on why that happened. And it turns out if trees aren't exposed to wind, they're not forced to grow, you know, like their roots aren't forced to, to grow, to, to support that tree. And then all of a sudden it gets tall enough and, and without the challenge, the, the root system can't handle it and the tree falls over. And that stuck like that was the thing. It's, it's not these huge challenges. It's, it's this little, little tiny exposure over, you know, these these tiny hard things over the course of a lifetime, tough moments over the course of a lifetime build strong human beings. And for me to ease or take, you know, take some of those tough moments away, it's, it's really a disservice, you know, that, that tree is not going to reach its fullest potential. That human's not going to reach its fullest potential if I'm taking away moments, taking away challenging moments. And that really stuck with me. And it's, it's something I'm learning to do, right? I'm not perfect at it. Um, but it, it's a, it's a concept I can think about when I'm, when I am conscious, when I am thinking about what is my, like, what's my purpose here? It's, it's a lot easier to just be, right? Just be and allow and, and know that, that that's enough, you know? And then really getting more comfortable sharing, a, you know, sharing space with somebody who is going through challenges because uh, I, I would say in reflection I know I'm not comfortable when I'm going through challenges and I don't feel comfortable when somebody else close to me is going through challenges and it in a lot of ways it's just it's avoiding my own discomfort to help them solve a problem right I mean um if you think about it you know if you've got I don't have kids or anything but if you've got a a kid who is struggling to tie their shoe. And like, that's a, that's a thing. So it may take 10, 20, 30 minutes for, you know, for this kid to like their first time trying to tie their shoe. And it's like, if, if I literally had to relearn to tie my shoe, it would take me a minute because it's, you know, you do it so often, like I completely forget. So you got this this person trying to learn to try tie their shoe and like 
it's painful and sometimes like when you're not good at a task it's emotional so you gotta like feel all the feelings of like what does this mean if I don't know how to tie my shoe and like how does this work and I'm not a good learner and you know I mean you can just go down a rabbit hole and it just takes practice like it it just takes the the motor learning right you just have to train your muscles and you have to train you know the pattern and like it just takes time so you know you get frustrated and walk away and get angry and I can completely see how you don't want someone you care about feeling those feelings so you're just like well here I'm just going to tie your shoe for you and then we can move on it doesn't work they're always going to know that they could, they didn't tie their shoe and they're always going to know that they you don't you don't feel comfortable. There's a reason why you don't feel comfortable for them feeling their feelings about not being able to do something. And that's the lesson that they learn, whether it's an adult trying to relearn to tie their shoe or a kid or whatever. And you know, like I know that I'm not doing that. Like I, I want them to feel better. That's why I'm doing it. And ultimately, I'm not. I'm making them feel worse about different things. So intention, like my intention is, doesn't matter. It's, it's the result, it's the effect. And understanding that makes it so much more, it, it makes it so much more easier for me to stop, right? Stop myself and not stop myself and like be hounding and, and be like over, you know, looking over, you know, their shoulder. But it's like, look, this is going to be, it's setting the scene. It's setting these expectations. Like, look, no one's good at learning to tie their shoe when they first start, right? I am in, in the exact same boat. I've been there. It's, it is going to not feel good. But just know that once you know, you know. And then it, it just allows for, like, it it's just speaks into, oh, well, this is a hard thing I'm doing. And someone else already told me that I'm going to feel feelings. And that's okay. All right. And even if, like, you, they get into it and they're feeling a lot of stuff and, like, you're, you want, you know, I want to help. It's easier. And at the end of the day, even if, like, the kid doesn't get it day one, which most kids won't get it day one. They know that this is a hard thing and you had to struggle through it and you're willing to like sit in that discomfort with them, but they're going to eventually learn. It's so important to teach lessons like that as opposed to teaching the task. The tasks don't matter. I just bought two pairs of shoelaces so I don't have to tie my shoes. I bought some elastic shoelaces. I am 40 years old. And I, not that I can't tie my shoe, but like there are things that exist where I don't have to tie my shoe. But guess what? The fact that I know how to tie my shoe is something that makes me feel good, right? If I ever get into a spot where I have to tie my shoe, I know that I can. So the tasks don't matter. It's, it's the learning. It's the expectation management. It's the allowing it's the hey 
this this is a you want to learn how to tie your shoe awesome i'm gonna tell you about learning in general and it sucks it always sucks to begin but guess what when you're not a beginner it's amazing so i'm so it's gonna suck for a minute and i'm gonna be here with you and and then it's gonna be fine and just allowing people to not only kids like people in general like adults to try something that they're not good at and it's totally okay like it's not this you know you got an adult that doesn't know how to read or you got uh, someone who had like a medical event and like they have to relearn to walk and tie their shoe and I mean there's people that like it's not even a medical event if you get a knee replaced or a hip replaced you gotta relearn to walk in some way shape or form and relearning is always a thing and it's not this shameful, I should know how to do this. It's like, this is life. And that's the, the challenging and at times devastating, ultimately beautiful existence that we are all taking part in. And so I wanted to take a little bit of time today to introduce that. You know, inter introduce my uh, one of my... One of the things I'm working on that I imagine may resonate with with some of you out there too, you know, it's enabling and curating and making things easy for other people ultimately isn't sustainable long term. And the discomfort, you're just like pushing discomfort down the road, you know, you're just kicking the can down the road a little bit. And so stepping into that discomfort is worthwhile. So with that, I will catch you next time. If you have any questions, comments, uh, um, ideas for future podcasts, hit me up, 9.4.coaching, all spelled out, at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on all of the social media places that you find this. So we will catch you next time. Thanks.